to the Studio 4610 podcast. My name is Nicole Burns, and I am so excited that you've decided to join me for conversations about faith, marriage, and everything in between. Today on episode number eight, we're going to be talking about the importance in dating your spouse. Raise your hand if you like spending intimate one-on-one time with your significant other. That's what I thought. We all do. We all crave intentional and purposeful time with our spouse, but how often do we make it a priority in our relationship? There's kids and work and errands to run and events to go to that being alone with your spouse somehow manages to fall through the cracks. I've been there and I feel ya. But what if I told you that spending alone time with your spouse would actually make your work improve, your relationship with your kids healthier, or your everyday tasks a little bit easier? If you're anything like me, you're calling up your spouse and asking, when's our next date? Now before I continue on with episode 8, go ahead, hit the pause button, and subscribe to the podcast. By subscribing to the podcast, that lets me know that you're enjoying the content and also helps others find the podcast in the directory. Also, did you know that you can submit podcast questions and topic ideas to me by visiting studio4610.com forward slash podcast questions. By submitting topic ideas and questions, I can make sure that I am covering the content that you want to hear. So just go to studio4610.com forward slash podcast questions. All right, diving back into episode eight, which is the importance in dating your spouse. So before Zach and I were married, we were told that the most important earthly relationship we have is with our spouse. Not with our kids, our friends, our coworkers, or even our family, but with our spouse. And you want to know where we learned that? The Bible. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 33, Paul, who's the author of the letter, explains to us the roles of a husband and a wife. Now, if you're interested in learning more about those specific roles, my husband, who co-hosted on an episode with me, we dive deep into understanding the different roles of a husband and a wife. And we cover that in episode number three, which is respect your husband and love your wife. Now, within Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 33, Paul's explanation, he talks about the importance of a wife loving and submitting to the husband, and the husbands are to love and lead their wives. The husbands are to nurture and nourish their wife in word and deed, and that both the man and the woman are to leave their father and mother and hold fast to one another, and that the two shall become one flesh. Ultimately, marriage is a reflection of Christ and the church. The man is loving and leading as Christ would, and the woman is loving and submitting as the church would. Then, moving into Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, 
Paul offers basic instructions to parents and children and their biblical roles. That's it. Four verses. That's all he gives to parents and children. The instructions for husbands and wives is 11 verses. And why? Because it's the most important earthly relationship. Husbands and wives are a direct reflection and example of Christ's relationship to the church. Just as Christ admonishes and sanctifies his people, the husband is to cleanse his wife and with his word, the word and in actions. And just as the church submits to Christ and follows his teaching, wives are to submit to and defer to their husband's wisdom. The goal is that when other people see your marriage, they see Jesus through it all and above it all. Being married is a tall calling and not a flippant decision. It's the understanding that in seeking God first, you're able to grow towards and with your spouse. So Zach always does this cute little example where he picture a triangle and God's at the very top of the triangle and the wife is on the left side of the triangle and the husband's at the right corner of the triangle. And as the husband and wife are growing upwards towards God, guess what? You're growing upwards towards each other. There will be times of intense sanctification and struggles and trials as two sinners are joined together with all their baggage and history and sin. Well, thankfully, God was well aware of this and gives wives and husbands instructions on how to fulfill their role. And in episode number three, my husband Zach and I dive more into what that looks like and really just unravel what it means for wives to submit to their husbands and for uh, husbands to love their wives. But now I ask you, when was the last time you viewed your marriage with this much importance? When was the last time that you looked at your husband or you looked at your wife and you saw them as the person who's been called to help sanctify you and grow you and lead you alongside the Holy Spirit? When I started resetting my mind to view my marriage in this way, I started realizing how important it was that I made our relationship a priority. Between Zach being gone 11 hours a day, five days a week, and then me working Saturdays or being out of town, having time alone together started to all but disappear. Now, don't get me wrong. We have our weekly marriage meeting, which you can listen to all about in episode number one, which is how to have purposeful communication with your spouse through a weekly marriage meeting. And we like to watch movies together, but it's not the same as setting aside pre-planned time to focus on a relationship. But you might be thinking, well, who's got time for that? I mean, I already have so much on my plate as it is. But I'm going to come back to you with the question, can you afford to not spend attentional time with your spouse? Are those other things on your plate really that important in the long run? In episode number two, I talk about the importance in knowing your spouse's love language. And I mentioned in that episode that for those who crave and feel loved by quality time, neglecting to set aside time to be with your spouse can be really hurtful and damaging to them. 
But whether or not quality time is your top love language, it is a love language. So I'm going to argue that we all want it at one time or another. By not spending quality time together, you're communicating that other things in your life are more important than that other person. Well, you might not ever say that out loud or even intentionally think it, but your actions reflect it. If marriage really is the most important earthly relationship, then quality time isn't optional, but a requirement. Purposeful time with your spouse is a key part in growing in your walk with Christ and sharing his love and message with others. All right, now at this point, you might be asking yourself, what am I to do? How do I get this started? Well, y'all, I've got ya. It's really as simple as five easy steps. All right, so here are five easy steps to prioritizing your marriage. One, reframe your mind. Take time to pray. Read Ephesians 5 verses 22 through 33 and reflect on the importance of marriage and its purpose. When you've renewed your mind and remember that your spouse is your most important earthly relationship, then everything else will fall in line. Number two, prioritize properly. It's easy to place other people on other areas of your life above your spouse, especially if you have kids or a highly demanding job. But I'm gonna be straightforward with you. Your jobs, your friends, and yes, even your kids are not and should never be more important than your spouse. I've heard and read from so many couples that once they have kids, they suddenly put all their time and energy into them, and then that their relationship, their marriage relationship was pushed aside. That is why statistically, marriages with kids who've moved out of the home are increasing in divorce rates. It's actually called gray divorce. The couple suddenly realizes after 18 plus years of focusing on kids that they have quote unquote grown apart and not grown together. In addition, a study showed that parents who pull all of pour all of their focus into their children end up having an unhealthy relationship with their children. The child feels oppressed or burdened down by their parents' hopes, dreams, and expectations for them. One of the healthiest and happiest marriages I have ever witnessed place the other spouse first and the kids or job second. When the couple focus on one another and growing closer together, instead of on only the kids, they agreed more and argued less on parenting strategies. They created a safe and united front for their children. They took pressure off their children, and they exemplified the love, grace, and forgiveness of Christ in their everyday walk. In addition, by not putting so much focus on the work they displayed, that relationships are more important than money. Working is a means to live, not a purpose in life, and that being home to their spouse was more important than longer hours at the office. By prioritizing kids and work second, the couple is happier, more free, and more giving of their time and resources. Number three, talk to your spouse. Sit down and have an honest conversation with your spouse about the state of your relationship. Do you feel connected? Do you feel distant? 
Are your priorities aligned correctly? One of my all-time favorite ways to do this is through a weekly marriage meeting. A weekly marriage meeting is a safe and purposeful time to communicate effectively and intentionally with your spouse. And if you want to go know more about that, go to episode number one, which is how to have purposeful communication with your spouse. All right, number four, planning purposefully. Pull out your calendars, whether that's on paper, which is what my dad loves to do, or on your computer or phone, which is what my mom loves to do, and pick two dates and times over the next month that you're going to set aside time with your spouse. And not just like a half-hearted planning, but a rigid date just as important as any other commitment in your schedule. Go ahead, book the babysitter, even have a backup babysitter just in case, but make sure that your work schedules are clear and start brainstorming what you would like to do with your time. Have you not gone to a romantic restaurant in a while? Make a reservation right now. Do you want to spend time outdoors and go for a bike ride? Go ahead, go to your garage, go outside, get your bikes cleared off, and pick out your trail. Do you remember that old saying that if you fail to plan, you'll plan to fail? Well, It's true for this too. Finally, and number five, reduce down. Are you having trouble finding any time to even date your spouse? Maybe it's a time to take an honest look at what's going on with your schedule and if you've overbooked yourself. Did your kid play a sport or have band practice every night of the week? Maybe next season or next semester they only participate in one activity. Do you volunteer on the only night per week your spouse is available? Look into choosing a different day or time to volunteer or maybe consider taking a step back for a season to focus on your spouse. Don't think that being with your spouse is selfish. It's healthy and encouraged. And those are my five easy steps to prioritizing your marriage by making dates a priority in your marriage. Dating your spouse is important, and setting aside time with them is beneficial. So take time this week to sit down with your spouse, set a date and time on the calendar, and reconnect in your marriage. I bet you it's going to change how you parent your kids, focus on your work, and think about your everyday tasks. Well, y'all, that sums up episode number eight, which is the importance in dating your spouse. I really, really hope that you've loved this episode and that you feel encouraged and empowered as a result. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I absolutely would love to know that you're enjoying the content. Well, y'all, until next time, talk to you soon.